This is The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 364. If there was a, an investment strategy that gave you like a, whatever it was, 500% return versus what are we, what's the average? It's like a, it's a 10% return. 10% is good in investing. Like that's a, like if you get 10% every year, that's a good return on your, on your money. With, with advertising, you can get 500%, you know, a thousand percent return if you know, and you, and it's, and it's scalable, right? That's the, that's why I also love it. So it's worth putting in the, in the time. You just got to do it the right way and you've got to do it with a mentor. That was Luke Charlton, expert in running ad campaigns that make his clients millions. His secret, you've got to do it correctly. Want to know how to do it correctly? Join us in this episode of The Star Coach Show. Hello, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. And we are going to be diving into the concept of paid advertisement, how to use paid advertising in your business. Now, the reality is there are as many experts and gurus in the world as there are, it seems like blades of grass. And everybody's got their own opinion about the best way to grow your business. In my opinion, we need to have all the information so that we can make the decision that's best for us. That's why I created the Star Coach Show. I'm Meg Rentschler. I have been the host of the Star Coach Show for the past seven years diving into different strategies, tools, and resources to help coaches thrive. Part of that is how are we building our muscles as coaches to be great in our partnership with our clients. We want to potentially change organizations and sort of change the world through the workplace. And we talk about that on the Star Coach Show. And many of us are entrepreneurs as coaches as well. And in that entrepreneurial vein, how are we building businesses that allow us to bring our work into the world and thrive? And so my guest today is of the philosophy that when the time is right and when it makes sense, running ads is the best investment that you can make for your business. However, we want to be sure that we're doing it correctly. And it's one of those situations where you can either throw your money away in ads, or you can really create the kind of momentum and uh, return on investment that you want. So my guest today is Luke Charlton. Luke runs a successful ad agency and coaching company that helps high ticket coaches turn their paid ads into high paying clients. He has spent over $16 million on ads and has helped clients generate more than $50 million in revenue from the ad campaigns that he creates. In this episode, he's going to share a sample of one of his ads that has generated a ton of money for his client. 
if this is something that has sort of boggled your mind, if you've been wondering, what is it about paid ads? And very truthfully, even during the interview, I was like, okay, I get that. Luke definitely understands his business. And even if some of this still leaves you wondering, what exactly do I do? I think the key message that he brings forward, and I can tell you from all the coaches that I've worked with, all the the business building that I've been to myself, if you are going to run paid ads, you're going to want to do it correctly, get a coach, get a mentor. However, this show is filled with rich information to help you get rich. So let's go to my interview with Luke Charlton. Luke Charlton, welcome to the Star Coach Show. Excited to be here, Meg. I am excited. And you have this lovely smile and your eyes are bright, even though I know it's early in the morning over there. And, yeah, I get up, uh, but I get up at three. So I've already been up for a few hours. So, so, far, so good. I was raised on a farm in Michigan and my paternal grandpa would say if we got up at like, you know, seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning, he'd say, by the G's, the day's half gone already. <laughs> yeah, it really so, is, yeah. so that's <laughs> the deal with Luke. You get the best work done, I'm sure, early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to lean into your expertise and explore the idea of ad spend, of what Mm -hmm. is it about using advertising to build our business? And, you know, what might kind of blow some people away who are listening is that Mm -hmm. one of the bullet points that I got when people were saying, you need to introduce Luke to your audience was, okay, everybody put your seatbelts on because this is the bullet point I got. How to profitably scale advertising campaigns from $100 a day to $1,000 a day to $10,000 a day. So everybody come back to me if you're having palpitations here. It's okay. Luke and I are going to talk about this. So Luke, where do we even begin? What should we think about when we're thinking about how to profitably scale advertising campaigns? Yeah, so... Um, it's probably just to forget about advertising altogether, funnily enough. Um, like most marketing campaigns, it, it's, you know, advertising is just a way to get your message out a lot faster, basically. Uh, and that's why it's one of the reasons why I love it. And in fact, why I recommend it even in the beginning of your coaching business, because it allows you to test your message very quick, you know, so you can put a message out there and like, you know, for example, I can spend, if I'm running ads for a client, like a new campaign, I can spend a hundred dollars. And after just $100, I can tell whether that message is resonating or not, you know, by the cost of the click, how many people have come through the funnel, how many people have booked on the, in the appointment. I don't need to spend that much money. And if they're, if it's not resonating, I just turn off the campaign and we just try a different message. So I can, I can get through messages very, very quickly. But that's the key word there, the message. So that's why I said, you know, it, it really, it's advertising is just a way to get your message out faster. And it's, and so that's why if you want to be successful with ads, it always starts with a message. It doesn't actually start with, oh, what's the cool latest, you know, Facebook placement or what's the cool new targeting trick that Facebook has or, oh, cool, I can do like, um, I can do, um, I can use Instagram, I can use messaging now versus this other type of ad like that. That stuff, again, that makes your message get out maybe a little bit easier and a bit more efficiently 
But at the end of the day, if you've got a terrible message that's not converting, all those little tricks and hacks aren't going to do anything. They're just going to get your terrible message out in front of more people, which you'll be wasting money. So if you want to be successful with ads, it always starts with getting the message, you know, getting the message right, which is two key fundamentals. It's not starting with your program. I know us coaches, we love to talk about our program and our methodology. And, and that's one of one of um, you know, probably like I call it the curse of coaching knowledge, like the curse of expertise, is because we're so deep in our subject we start talking to our prospects as if they know the same things as what we know. And then our message just goes over their mind. This is why you need a mentor. And this is essentially what I do. I take my clients, they tell me, you know, how their program works and stuff. And I go, okay, then I I just simplify the message and and kind of explain that to the prospect at a higher level. I explain the benefits versus the features. But before we even get there, I look at the markets. That's the number one fundamental. And this is with whether you're running ads or whether you're doing like an organic campaign referrals or podcast marketing or whatever it is, <clears throat> any type of marketing campaign always starts with the market. You must know your market better than they almost know themselves, right? Their fears, their frustrations, their desires. Before you even like look at your own product or you know, your own program, then once you know the market inside and out, their fears, their frustrations, their desires... Then you can go over to your solution, your program, and then you can go, okay, which of these frustrations does my program address, right? Oh, it does this one and this one, this one. And then that's where you get the benefits from, right? So now we can start talking benefits. And then then you connect the message when they're like, yes, I've got this problem. I need help with my relationship. I need to lose weight. That's when you can go, yes, I can help you lose weight. The way that I'm going to help you do this is with this XYZ, um, you know, diet or, you know, weight loss methodology or whatever it is. But the point is, we start at the market, we understand that, then we we link our program to what the market wants. So we did it in the first instance. And then when you have kind of an idea of like, okay, I think this is the message that's going to resonate. Now we can go to you know Facebook and we can put that message inside a quote unquote funnel. I mean, I don't really like when we hear the word funnel, we think, you know, complex, but the the way that you turn ads into into clients can be very simple. And I I recommend I, that's what I I do. I just do really simple. I literally pitch often. So 95% of the time we'll pitch the, the phone call in the ad, like a free, because that's where the sale happens, right? We want to book appointments. So we literally pitch the, the call in the ad, they click on the ad and they go through and they book an appointment. That's my quote unquote funnel. It's not really a funnel. There's no like upsells and downsells. It's not right. And the point is we don't do that. We don't worry about the ad, the, the quote unquote funnel, the landing pages. We don't do any of that until we know the market and we know our, how our offer provides the solution for that market. Okay. So, <laughs> so it really starts with clarity around who is it that you're wanting to serve? What are their pains? What are their frustrations? You talk to their pains and their frustrations rather than to your program because people don't care about the program. They want to know, do you have a solution that's going to take away my pain? But we, we kind of look at, I understand your pain points. Is that what you're saying, Luke? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you an example. Um, so I recently became business partners with one of my clients. So we're very quickly growing. A, a, it's a coaching company that helps women. They're generally around 40 to 45, 50, mm-hmm. and um, to help them create a secure income in their retirement. So showing them how to like build their 401k and just invest their money correctly so they have some money in retirement. And um, bef- so this, um, my, my business partner, Tracy, um, as I said, I built the system for her. And what she loves to do is deliver that program. That's her expertise is helping women with their finances. That's not my area, but my area is the marketing. And that's what I helped right. her with. And then we joined forces. So my responsibility is the marketing and the, the advertising side of things. 
And so when she came on, when we started working together a, a year ago, when she asked me to build this system to turn ads into clients, like I wrote the ad copy, right? That's my job. I did the ad copy, the whole funnel, bill of messaging. And I hadn't even gone through her funnel, right? Uh, sorry, I hadn't even gone through her program, okay? Mm-hmm. All I did was go to the market and I found out their fears of frustration and desires. And then I wrote an ad based on that, on, on, on that. And I had a kind of a general idea. I knew kind of like what her program could deliver, but I didn't go through it. I didn't look at the modules or anything like that. And that's sometimes a blessing because again, I wasn't so deep in Less her. Less is more. <clears throat> right. So I'll read off the ad now and you'll hear, again, this is, uh, this message is going to single, uh, generally they're divorced women who are 45 to 55 and they've just got out of a marriage generally. And they realized wow, I'm not where I need to be in terms of, I'm going to have to work till I'm 80. Um, I'm never going to be able to retire. So that's kind of like the you know, the person that we're speaking to. Mm-hmm. So here's the message, right? Uh, here, here we go. This is this this is an ad on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, a message to divorce and single women. Would you like me to build you a retirement plan that brings in a secure income, right? One that, re- but one that you can rely on no matter how long you live or how high inflation is, right? If so, keep reading. Hi, my name is Tracy Software, Australia's number one financial advisor for women as seen in the Financial Review, Nine News, and other major media outlets. I now help women, often single or divorced, who find themselves having to manage their finance for the first time. They often have no clear retirement plan. They don't have much of an idea of, of how they're going to survive, let alone thrive once they quit their job. They're confused about what best in, what's the best investment strategy for their situation, and they're almost always crippled by fear of making the wrong financial decision and ending up on Centrelink, which is what our welfare over here, okay. the last time or so of their life, right? So I'm going to stop there because it, it's, it goes, but the point is, notice how like right at the beginning, I'm, I call that a message to divorce a single women. Would you like me to help you build a retirement plan that brings in a secure income? That's the main problem that we solve. So I speak to that right up front. One that you can rely on no matter how long you live, right? Because I know that's a fear, right? A fear of theirs is like, well, how, I've got this, I've got my $300,000 nest egg or even a million dollars. Like, is this going to last? How long is I, this going to last me? Yeah, yeah. I know that's a fear. So I'm addressing that, right? I also know a frustration is inflation, right? What am I going to do about inflation? Is it going to eat away all my savings? So I mentioned that. One that you can rely on no matter, you know, if there's inflation. Then I go into what their um, other kind of um, concerns are, right? That I've got no clear plan. I don't know um, how I'm, you know, how I'm going to survive. You know, I'm, I'm confused about like, what's the best investment? So I'm just, I'm speaking to all of these. I didn't, the point is like, and this is where I think, um, you know, coaches, they get frustrated because they're not good at, a lot of them say they're not good at copywriting, right? But co- all, all copywriting is, is I literally just went to the market and I listened to what they tell me and I literally, I'm just reflecting that back to them. I'm literally using often the same words that they're using in the ad so that when they read it, they're like, yes, that's me. Yes, that's because me. Because you're yes. using their language. Exactly so when right. you keep so- saying, I go to the market, can you yeah. give some tips on how you go to the market? Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, there's lots of ways. So first and foremost, as we uh, we coaches, what do we do? How do we sign up a client? We do it via a sales call, right? So once you start getting more consistent sales conversations, you'll hear a lot of, you'll hear the spoken frustrations, right? Because they'll literally tell you I'm stuck on this or whatever. And But from a lot of conversations, you'll hear, you'll know what they're unspoken ones are as well, that they don't really tell you, but you can kind of fill in the blanks just from a lot of conversations. So that's one. But what if what do you do if you're not getting a lot of conversations at the moment? There's lots of places. You can go to Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups. You can go to forums, right? Weight loss forum, relationship forum, infidelity forum or whatever. So just literally Google it. 
A really great place is um, if you go to Amazon and you search the books um, that are on simply in a, on your topic, so weight loss or whatever. So look at all the weight loss books, look at all the relationship books, look at the number one, the title. What's the title of the book? Because that's like a headline, right? That's that's a headline. Mm-hmm. Open that because with Amazon, you can preview the book. You can preview it and you can look at the chapter titles. They're like mini headlines or bullets. And each one is like, oh, that's what my market's interested in. That's what they're interested in. That's what they're interested in. And then you go to the reviews and the reviews will say things like, oh, I love this book because it helped with this, this, and this, but I, you know, I wish it had this, this, this and this. this, right? and this. It'll, yeah. it'll tell you what they, their frustrations, what they loved and the problems that it solved for them. So that's a lot of, you know, you get a lot of great research from Amazon books. <laughs> and then obviously buying the books and reading them is, is great as well to learn what other experts. You can go to your competitor's blogs, really great places, the Facebook ad library, right? So go to your top competitors, look at what ads they're running and look at the ones that have the most likes or shares or comments, because obviously if they've got a lot of likes and shares, that ad has been running for a long time. Right. right? So if you see your competitors ad, like the same ads coming up in your newsfeed or on Facebook ad library, um, so just Google Facebook ad library and you can look, look up your competitors. If you see the same ads running, it means that it's working because you wouldn't be spending money on an ad that's not working, right? right? That is really, really good intel to know what messages are working right now in the marketplace. And so you get a good overview from doing your own research and then research on your competitors. And then you know, okay, here's the here's my market, here's what my competitors are doing. And then you find your lane, right? You find where, what do you do differently to your competitors, right? How is that of benefit to your market? And then that's when you come up with the message. And that's where you find your kind of positioning in the marketplace by um, what you do a little bit differently to your to your competitors. I love yeah. that. So all the okay. research. That's where all that's where the money is made. You, so you got to start tedious, but, with understanding yeah. your market, and then how does your solution feed into what their fears are? So you gave a beautiful yeah. example of that of what Tracy is doing in the ad that you ran. I think her name was Tracy. Still running. Uh, yes, been running for almost twelve months now. I have not touched it. Yeah, we get we get applications for like qualified for five uh, five dollars each at the moment our appointments are coming in eight dollars for a qualified appointment so so that's what the other thing I was going to say to you there's some things we have to pay attention to so many people who are listening may not have any idea of what you need to think about when you're running a, an ad like you said clicks and you talked about you know the the leads that you get so what are some things that let's let's go with beginner mindset here. What are some things that listeners need to think about when they're even considering maybe hiring somebody like you <laughs> yeah. to run ads? Well, that's the first thing is, is so I I am a, a lot of kind of experts say that you shouldn't run ads in the beginning because, you know, they say you should do organic or referrals or, you know, whatever, like warmer strategies. I can, I can understand that, you know, the thinking behind that. I prefer to think of the other way as like, with advertising, you can test your message very, very quickly. So that's why I like advertising. Like in, and with, you know, with organic, you don't get enough traffic. You know, it's like, oh, I had three e- people subscribe to my email list this week and they're not booking a phone call. Like, is that because my offer is not resonating or is it because I just don't have enough traffic coming through? So that's the problem with organic. Your traffic is very con- inconsistent. It's not that much in the beginning. So you just don't, it's very hard to test your message. So I like paid ads even in the beginning. Um, but what I would say, coming back to your question, is the first thing you should be thinking about if you're going to run paid ads is work with a mentor that has a lot of experience in, in, in paid advertising, okay? You need to work with someone that knows what they're doing, um, has worked with other coaches very similar to you, 
doesn't mean they have to be in the same kind of market, but they have worked for coaches. So they've got experience helping coaches scale the business with paid advertising. And the other thing is, if you're going to, like, if you're seriously wanting to grow your coaching business, don't join a group program if this is the beginning. Like, I think group programs and masterminds are great if you're already an established coach and you already know marketing and sales and your market and you know copywriting, and then you can kind of just take nuggets from here and there. Mm-hmm. That's great. But if you're trying to get an advertising campaign up and running, I would say not even only advertising, this is just your coaching business off the ground in general. Work with someone one-on-one because they need to dive in, like they need to look at all the research you've done. They need to be able to ask you know, dive into your offer and your program and make sure it's positioned correctly and look at all your messaging. And unfortunately, if you're on a group program, you know, with 30 other people and you've got five minutes with the expert, they don't have the ability to go deep into what they need to, to make your campaigns convert. That's why people get frustrated with group programs because, they jump on, they ask a five-minute question, they and then um, you know, they they're back the next week and they're still frustrated and things aren't moving forward. So that's my opinion on group programs. I think you should, yeah, it's there, there's a time and place for them, but um ideally, especially with advertising, you want to work one-on-one with or get some serious support. So that's the first thing you want to be thinking about. Now, yeah, in terms of like cost per click. And it's unfortunately, it's kind of different for every market and every Right. Offer. And it changes sometimes, right? It Yeah. Well, as you scale, the cost per click will, will go up. But generally, when you're running ads, you have KPIs, key performance indicators. So you like, you know, if, if you're running ads and a, an appointment comes in for like $300, right? Is that too much? Is it is that cheap? We don't really know. Like that's where your key performance indicators come from. So for me, $300 for an appointment would be very high. Um, Generally for B2B, because you're B2B, you're, you know, your, your programs are generally five to $15,000 somewhere in there for a coach. B2B, an appointment at the moment between $70 to $200, depending on the offer, because the higher the price of the offer, you can actually spend a bit more for an appointment. B2C, anywhere from $30 to $100. Again, the higher the price point of the program, you can, t- you can spend more on, on your appointment, you know, the cost per appointment. So again, it depends on the market, how big it is. It depends on the, your price point. If you've got a very low price point, if you're selling a program for a thousand dollars, you don't have much margin there. So you're, you know, you're um, uh, you need to have lower cost appointments. So it's hard to give you like, a, oh, it should be this, right. this, and no, this. I totally get that. Although I want people to understand when you're saying cost per appointment, you're talking about the amount of cost that you're give, putting into ads that is yielding you an appointment. Yeah, so let's say your cost per appointment is $100. That What that means is for every $100 I spend, I get someone booked in my calendar. And that's the that's what I also love about advertising versus organic is I can you know track all of this. And it'll in your reports, it shows, okay, here's literally you had three appointments yesterday and you spent whatever it was, $300. So your cost per appointment is, you know, it's $100 because it's three divided, you know. <laughs> Uh, 300 divided by three. So yeah, your cost per appointment is just the amount you spent on that day divided by your number of appointments. Yeah. So if we go back to what I said at the very beginning, your bullet Mm. point saying how to profitably scale advertising campaigns from 100 a day to 1,000 a day to 10,000 a day, I'm hearing, you know, what, so I can imagine that my audience is saying, how in heaven's name am I going to afford a thousand dollars a day. I mean, ten a thousand dollars a day or ten thousand dollars a day. So paint a picture of success. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're spending a thousand dollars, I don't think any even a seven eight figure coach doesn't want to be spending a thousand dollars a day and not 
having any money coming back in, right? That's so, exactly right. Yeah. Um, if you're spending a thousand dollars a day, uh, you should be making back, you know, five to ten thousand dollars a day. Um, if you're a coach, right? Because we're selling a high ticket service. So you should be getting a five to one, ten to one return. If you're getting higher than that, like I am with Tracy, that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the average is usually five to five to ten to one for every for every dollar you spend, you make back five dollars. So um, what I'll also say is anyone running ads, even you know, even because I run ads for uh, very successful coaches and even with them, like I'm just testing at like $100 per test, right? I'm not, I'm not just spending like 5000 just because they're a seven-figure coach. I'm not spending, you know, just $5,000 just to spend it. That's the great thing with ads. You can test very, you know, your message very cheaply. Once it's converting, meaning once we know we've spent a dollar and we're making back five or we spend a dollar and make back to whatever the return is, then we start to spend more. And we don't go from like, you know, $100 a day or, by the way, $100 a day, a lot of my clients start at $50 a day, right? If they're just getting, or $30 a day, if they just, it doesn't have to be a hundred, I'm just using that as a round number. But for my seven, you know, my seven bigger clients, they're spending, let's say we tested $100 per day. We don't go right up to $5,000 a day. We might go to, you know, $300 a day or, okay. or $500 so- a day, whatever it is, depending on how much cash flow they have. Yeah. Okay. So the point is you test low, you make sure that you are converting. So what that means for a lot of coaches is they they launch the ads at 30, 50, maybe $100 per day, depending on their level of success. Mm-hmm. Average, I would say for new coaches is about 50 bucks a day. Let's say $50 a day. And it just sits there at $50 per day. And then we look at the people coming through the funnel. Okay, they're clicking. Are they booking? Oh, great, they're booking. Oh, but it's a little bit too expensive. Okay, now we know if it's too expensive, we need to maybe adjust the, the VSL. Or maybe we need to just adjust adjust the offer. So the numbers will tell us exactly what we need to fix in the funnel to get the appointments coming in at a good cost. And then when once they are, now it's all about, okay, let's we need to just start closing this. So I work on with my clients on how to close the, the people booking in on their calendar. So I help them from right from the beginning all the way through to the end, um, through to the sale. So the point is we spend, say, $50 a day until my clients are closing, right? So they spent whatever it is, they spent $1,000 and they made their first sale, which mm-hmm. could be a $5,000 sale. And then we might bump the ad spend up from $50 to $75 there or $100, it's different for each client. And then we make another couple of sales, right? And then we bump it maybe to $100 or $150 a day. And then and more appointments come in. And so in the beginning, you you start small and scale slowly until you're confident in the messaging and your sales process and your ability to close. And so it's it's a process, right? It's not just like fifty to five thousand dollars per day. Right, right. So that's the testing phase and getting your message in order and getting your closing down so you can close. And then in terms of like getting, you know, close, you know, spending a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars a day. Well, that's a different type of coaching business. That's when you're starting to hire salespeople. So you're not you're no longer you know on the phones a lot of the time. You might be sharing some of the calls. You're recruiting salespeople, training them up, and so that's a different level of of coaching okay. business. Once you get to that Good. level, yeah. We'll be back to my interview with Luke right after this message. Are you tired of feeling stuck as a coach, of struggling to attract the clients you know need to work with you? and create the kind of income you desire? Are you constantly making excuses about what you can't do or don't know how to do? Well, my friend, it is time to stop that spin and understand you are not alone. In fact, a whopping 82% or more of coaches who try to build a thriving coaching business end up failing. And here's the exciting news. 
You can stop the spin. You don't have to go through this journey alone. That is precisely why I created the Star Coach community. It's a game changer for coaches like you who are ready to take their business to the next level. Just imagine if you had a supportive community that would not only guide and inspire you, but also help you grow in your clarity and your confidence. Inside Star Coach Community, you'll have access to industry experts who have walked the path before you to a safe place to ask those questions that keep you rotating without getting the traction you need and an opportunity to break free from the isolation that many of us as entrepreneurs experience. You don't have to figure it out all on your own. But you don't have to take my word for it. The community will embrace you and welcome you. As a matter of fact, you can hear what several of the members of the community say if you go to starcoachshow.com slash community and just listen to the testimonials that the members who love the community have to say. Now, I want to share that after one of our hot seat coaching Q&A sessions, One of my coaches walked away with a clear sales message ready to launch their coaching program after having spun around how to put into words what it was that they were offering. That's the kind of transformational results you can achieve when you have the support of myself and the community to help you get where you want to go. Imagine what it would feel like to get that kind of clarity and to take action in your coaching. This is not a dream, people. This is reality. So don't wait. I invite you to join the Star Coach community and take your business to the next height. Head over to starcoachshow.com slash community and see what the possibilities are. See if it's a fit for you. Your coaching success story can begin right here, and I would love to be a part of that with you. Now, let's get back to the show and continue your journey towards your coaching success. I just want to kind of lay a picture out for everybody about what that really looks like. The other thing that you said repeatedly that I want to be sure people hear is that you are testing things. You're looking for whatever you've put out there. There's going to be different signals that are letting you know what's Mm. working and what's not working. So I know that ideally we would work with somebody who's very well-versed in this and hire a partner like you. In general, can you paint a little bit of a picture about what kinds of things are you paying attention to that Mm. are giving you signals about what's working and what's not working? Yeah, it's a great question. So if you imagine like a, a funnel, right? It's it's laid out like this. You've got the ad. That's the first thing the prospect sees. So the ad, they click on the ad. Then they go through with, let's say they, um, so with my funnels, I'll keep it simple. Let's say they, op- they opt in for like a five minute video, five to 10 minute um, video. And then at the end of that video, that's when we have the call to action to book a, a spot, right? So, so the first thing they click on the ad, they go through and they enter their name and their email address, right? So that's the, f- the next, that's the first paid page they go to. Then after that, the thank you page has the video going to, you know, explains the system or the offer or whatever. And then there's a call to action like, hey, book a spot. So underneath that video, there's a button. 
and they book a spot. Right now, the cool thing with advertising, we can see the people coming through that funnel. We can see that how many people have seen the ad, that's the impressions, how many people have clicked on the ad, right? How many people have opted in? How many people have gone through to book an appointment? And we can even, even track sales as well. And you can have this all in your reports on, on Facebook or you can do it on you know YouTube, whatever your advertising platform is. You can track people all the way through the funnel. So to answer your question, like in the beginning of a campaign, all we have is the first one, right? People clicking. That's the, the first bit of data that we have is just people clicking. So the first thing that I look at is, okay, what's the cost per click? And what's the click-through rate? I don't look at impressions. Other advertisers do. I've never really looked at impressions, but the cost per click and the click-through rate, that's different for every market and every offer. So for example, this one with Tracy, um, the cost per click, because it's it's B2C, B2C is usually a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. broader market, more, more people advertise to, so it's cheaper. So the cost per click, I'll tell you here, it is $1.98. And that, some people might go, that's expensive for B to C, but it, but we're actually pitching our program in the ad. So we're just, we're advertising the people that are looking to kind of purchase. We're literally pitching mm-hmm. the program. So that's when you're caught. And this is why it's, it's different for every market and every right. offer. If I was advertising a lead magnet, like a free guide to this market, mm-hmm. my cost per click um, it would be like maybe 50 cents, right? Because we're just giving away a free guide. But I'm, as I said, with this particular ad, we're focusing on like the low hanging fruit, those that are looking to get their money issues sorted right now. So we pitch the program in the ad. So that's why your cost per click is a bit higher because the market is smaller. Again, there's all these variables. Now on B2, my B2B side, if I'm advertising to get like agency clients, my cost per click there can range from six, five, six dollars all the way up to $13. Wow. Um, per click. But I can, yeah, for a click. But I can make those, the $13 one, that's where I'm pitching my program in the ad. So again, the very low hanging fruit, people looking to invest in an agency to help them with their advertising campaigns. There's not many people. So that's why the cost per click is so high. But my, th- those campaigns are actually some of my most profitable, funnily, funnily enough. So people see like cost per click and they immediately go, oh, that's high. It means my campaign's going to be not profitable, but that's not always the case. Okay. So for this particular um, campaign, cost per click is $2. That's pretty good based on all the other ads that I've run so far. So I know that's average. So if I if I launched a new ad and the cost per click was $8, I would go, whoa, there's something going wrong here because this one's way more expensive than all my past ones, right? I have that point of reference now because I've run ads in the past. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the great thing about running ads consistently is you'll have these, you'll start to gain a point of reference and that's where your KPIs come in, right? But in the beginning, yeah, you've got no data. So that's again, why it's good to work with a mentor who can walk you through this because there are a few variables and they can go, oh, that's... That cost per click is not great. And the other thing I look at is the is the click through rate. Again, I'm giving I'm being very general here, but generally one percent or higher for the click through link click through the link click through rate is generally good. Okay, I generally you know I look at that and go okay the message is is resonating. But again, I've had profitable campaigns like the thirteen dollar click on where the click through rate is like 05 percent. So these are just the initial indicators. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is really critical, and this is where we get lost in the numbers. Okay, at the end of the day, and this we got to kind of pull ourselves out of the numbers. What's the goal with advertising? You spend a dollar, and you make back five or ten dollars. That's the real goal is to get a return. And I've had so many conversations with clients where they go, "Oh, look, my my cost per lead is five dollars. You know, before it was two dollars, right?" And I go, "Okay, how much did you spend on ads this month?" And they go, "Oh, two thousand dollars." And how much did you make back? Oh, twenty five thousand. I had this, or ten thousand, or whatever it was. Amazing returns. And then I literally go, so what's the problem? And they go, oh, yeah. (laughs) And so So don't get caught in the weeds kind of thing. Yeah. So these numbers are like if 
if I'm getting an amazing return, I don't really care like too much about these numbers. Yes, if there's something underperforming, I might kind of work on it, but it's not a priority because I'm spending a dollar and making back five or whatever. It's only when things are not working, that's when these numbers really help. Right. That's when, so so the first one is, is, is the cost per click and the click-through rate. If that's all good, then I look at the opt-in, right? That's the next step in the funnel. What's the cost per opt-in? If my click, if my cost per click is really good, but my cost per opt-in is really high, then for me, that's telling me, okay, my ad is resonating. So people are clicking, but they're not opting in. What's the problem? So the first thing I do is I look at the opt-in page and most often with my clients, there's some type of tech issue. That's the first thing I look at. Is there a tech issue? If the cost, because they, if people are seeing the ad and they go, yeah, I want this lead magnet or yes, I want to book an appointment, but then they go to the page and they're not doing the next action. Then that's either a tech issue or uh, like we're sending them to the wrong landing page as an example, or the button's not working or whatever, or the headline in the ad, like the the positioning right. message of the ad is not a match with the landing page. Sometimes the, the client has screwed up the headline or whatever. So the copy is a little bit out of alignment. That's the next big thing that I look at is the message on the ad in alignment with the message in, in, in the landing page. Now, once that's fixed, okay, so people are clicking through at a good cost per click. They've got it, you know, they're opting in. What's the cost per appointment? That's kind of like the final big step. Are they booking appointments? Are they booking appointments? Just flat out because sometimes they just not at all. Um, and what's the cost? If the cost is good for that market, so if it's B to C for this one, so thirty to fifty dollars for us, it's a lot, lot, it's a lot less for, than that for us at the moment. Or for B to B, if it's like around one hundred to one hundred fifty dollars, I go, okay, that's good enough. Could we improve it? Maybe, but it's not a leverage point anymore. I know they're coming through at a pretty reasonable price. The next big thing is let's start closing them, right? And that's the, so I just look at like what's the low hanging fruit in the funnel to fix, and if it's doing okay, then I look at the next leverage point. Mm-hmm. If you know if an appointment's coming in at like one hundred and fifty, and I know if we redid the VSL, we could get down to one twenty or one hundred, like. Am I going to do it right now? No, because I know the next leverage point is to make sure they're closing. Like mm-hmm. I look at the leverage, like what's the biggest leverage? Some, and that's another mistake I see, you know, us coaches make is they, you know, they 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 see that before they were doing three dollar you know opt ins where now you know now it's four dollars and they they want to get back to that three dollars. Like who who cares? Like okay, yeah. like that's are we big closing? Are we, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're closing one out of every twenty people you speak to. Like that's not important right now. And they also want to set up retargeting ads. Like, don't worry about the retargeting ads. That might get you one appointment a month extra. Like, don't spend your time there. Spend it on the leverage point. So that's like the 80-20. Like, what's the 20% that you can work on right now and focus on? And generally, that's closing because I help them a lot with the uh, getting appointments. I just say, just you just need to focus on getting better at closing, get, get better at closing. So yeah, sometimes we can get stuck in the numbers and, and things that aren't really that important. So hopefully that kind of answers. That does. That, so that kind of shows how we would begin. And then that emphasis on if you're spending time, money, money, and energy to get people into the appointment with you, do you know what to do once you're face-to-face? How are you with closing? And and to Luke's yep. point, you might very well need to work with a coach or a mentor around how am I closing? Because otherwise that money is is not well spent if once you finally get that warm body in front of you, you're yeah. not able to get them to to sign on the dotted line. That, you know, until they're until you actually have that that uh agreement, that check in your mm. hand, the credit card number, whatever, they're not a client yet. That's right. And one thing that I will say is closing, excuse me, cold traffic is like closing someone that's like come through your funnel booked an appointment that's come from an ad is very different than someone that's come from a referral or a JV promotion. It's very, very different. 
And especially if you're just getting them straight on your calendar and they're not going to like a, a webinar. So what I like to do is um, a lot of my clients, they go, well, can't we send them to a webinar first and warm them up? And my philosophy is get the appointment first. Once they're booked in, then give them content to watch before your call, right? That could be oh, a 30-minute workshop, smart. 20 minutes, right? So you do it the other way around. So get the appointment. That way it's you're bringing your cost down versus, and I used to do this in the past. I, I love webinars because they're kind of like an all-in-one you know, marketing and sales tool. But with the cost of advertising these days, I prefer to just get the appointment. Once they're booked in, then go, hey, before I call, can you you know make sure you watch this, you know, this training so we can maximize our time on, on the call together? And I'm not having to go through this, right? So I can kind of create more of a, I can dive more into your business or whatever or your situation. So I make them watch the webinar that I originally wanted them to watch after they've made the commitment to book in, right? So that's the better way. That's the better way to do it. And that will that will warm them up. So with that, that presentation, you can again reintroduce yourself, show case studies, give a high-level overview. I stress their high level, excuse me. You don't want to, you don't want to teach. It's I mean, this is a sales process. So anyway, the point is. With paid ads, your, your sales process, like the marketing and sales process has to be really on point. And so when they come through to your call, like you you want to, again, work with a mentor to learn how to close the cold traffic because your closing has to be on point, has to be really solid, you know, taking them through the discovery phase, transitioning to your offer, laying out the offer in a way that they understand and doesn't overwhelm them in, you know, in a way where they are excited to join and then presenting the price and then understanding how to overcome their objections. You know, that is not, you know, that, that's something that you have to build, right? That's why we test cheaply with your ads until you start, you know, converting that, those people coming through. But once you've unlocked it, like paid advertising, uh, uh, Frank Kern has said, you know, it's like the, it's like the key to wealth. It's, it's like you spend a dollar and like, there's no other, there's no other like investment strategy that I know of where you just have such great consistent returns. Like you spend a dollar, you make back five, like, if there was a an investment strategy that gave you like a whatever it was five hundred percent return versus what do we what's the average? It's like a it's a ten percent return. Ten like percent is good in investing. Like that's a like if you get ten percent every year, that's a good return on your on your money. With with advertising, you can get five hundred percent, you know, a thousand percent return if you know, and you and it's and it's scalable, right? That's the that's why I also love it. So it's worth putting in the in the time. You just got to do it the right way, and you've got to do it with a mentor. Such good information, Luke. I think we could we could go on and on exploring, but I appreciate the fact that you've sort of walked us through. Anybody who has just completely hasn't even thought about ads would at least now begin to be able to visualize what you're talking about. I think you really emphasize the importance of investing also in working with somebody who knows this yeah. because it's it's uh, also a good way to kind of if you're not doing it educate with with education you could kind of blow money I would think because you wouldn't know what you're supposed to be looking for and you right. just put something the out there thing. and yeah and then it's yeah. like oh I wasted so much money on ads well if you're going to do it I think it's a, a, a holistic plan from who are you doing it with and and what's their knowledge versus going in blind that's the sense yeah, I get yeah. from this interview uh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of, I get, I've heard that a lot over the years. It's like I've, I've run ads and I'm looking at my numbers. And I'm like, I don't, are these, is this good? I have no idea. Like I'm getting an appointment for this cost. Is this good? Like, you, yeah. So you do, you're right. You, you need to work with a mentor. Absolutely. It's a big part of it. So Luke, as we wrap up our time together, I'll have links for people to be able to connect with you. I'm just wondering any final thoughts as, as we wrap up our time together? No, not really. I think we 
a pretty good interview. I, th- I think we did pretty stuff. well. I appreciate you <laughs> you just rolling with whatever I asked and and really uh, opened up a new perspective into uh, building business through ads. So thank you for that. No worries. There are some things that kind of blow my mind. And the whole concept of paid advertising is one of those. And people like Luke are worth their weight in gold because they know the business. They know how to make the science of running ads work. So if you want to know more about Luke and the work that he does, go to starcoachshow.com slash 364 starcoachshow.com slash 364 to pick up the links to connect with Luke and be able to learn more about the work that he does. My conversation with Luke continues in the Star Coach community, where we talk about enrolling clients and how to do so in a way that creates profitability for you. If you want to know more about being a member of the Star Coach community, which I promise you, you would love, go to starcoachshow.com community starcoachshow.com slash community and get a peek behind the curtain of all that's available in the community. Next week, I am over the moon. I'm so excited to welcome Dr. Marilee Adams to the show. Dr. Adams is a award-winning author. She, her book, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life, has been in my library for years, a go-to resource. And I was delighted to have her come talk about question thinking and the art of asking questions. Great episode. Can't wait to have you come back next week as we explore that very important topic. Whether you're a leader, whether you're a coach, you're going to want to tune in next week. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. If you like what we do, subscribe to our channels, leave a review, let people know that the Star Coach Show is bringing you value so that it can bring them value as well. You take care. Mm-hmm.